Hello, Bend Beeves, and welcome back to the Career Lift Podcast, your weekly insight into industry interviews with experts and helpful hints to pave the way to finding the right career for you. This week, we're kicking off a brand new series we're calling Coffee Talks. With Coffee Talks, we'll be sitting down with industry professionals to get their take on their industry, answer questions, and deliver piping hot advice that would pair perfectly with your morning brew. I'm excited to kick this segment off with our very first Coffee Talk guest, Please join me in welcoming Mr. Van Schusler. Hey, Van. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you Good. doing today? By the way, it's Schessler, so just oh, so you know. Schessler. I'm Schessler. so sorry. I will, That's okay. I will fix that. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, Van, Nobody gets it right the first time. That's Lady. my mis- I should have checked. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. Well, Van, why don't you start off by just telling us a little bit about sure. yourself and uh, what you've been doing. Sure. Happy to. Yeah. So I'm in I'm an outdoor industry Um veteran, I guess you could say. Uh, my story starts in um, southwestern Washington. I'm a you know a Pacific Northwest guy. Always lived in the Northwest. Uh, grew up in Walla Walla. Um, great little place to grow up. Had uh, a fun childhood there. Uh, you know, skiing, backpacking, camping, hiking, cycling, golf, all that kind of stuff. Really, really uh, fun stuff there. And then uh, went up the road to Washington State University. Uh, to school, uh, marketing major. Uh, by the way, go Cougs! <laughs> not that I'm a, not that I'm a Beav. Uh, I love Beavs too, because I look back on it. You know, Cougs and Beavs were always kind of cellar dwellers back in the day. I was there, so we kind of got along well. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, and then my first job out of college after graduating was at Sun River. So got uh, to see Central Oregon. Back in the day, uh, when not so many people here, but uh, did all things outdoors in Central Oregon. Just super, fell in love with it. And had a job, you know, kind of hotel type work at Sun River Lodge and, and so forth. Pretty cool to land here in that day. And actually, my heart of hearts was in Central Oregon from then on. And I knew no matter where <laughs> uh, my career took me or my life took me, at some point I'd get back to Central Oregon. So. Anyway, from there, uh, got an offer from Meyer and Frank Department Store in uh, Portland, oh. Oregon, um, to go into their management training program. And I got to tell you, management training programs—I don't think there are many of those around in any industry at this point. But that was a thing back then in a lot of industries, and I was very lucky to get into one of those. It was a year-long program to really set you up for success in a, in a career. Uh, it's almost like going back to college, uh, only very specific to, in my case, retail huh. and buying. The buying experience. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, just a tremendous experience there. My and Frank worked my way up to uh, a buyer, a buyer of women's shoes, which was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, it was about the time Nike was coming on board, so oh, I got okay. to ride that wave. It was a very, very big deal back, back in the day there. Uh, and then, kind of played that out. I guess really wanted more challenge, so went up to Seattle and uh, went to work for Eddie Bauer. Oh. Uh, which was really growing big at that point. And so that was my first step into the outdoor industry. Okay. Uh, I was a product manager. I got to do really fun category, which was all the hard goods. So, you know, backpacks, all the uh, gifts and gadgets, watches, you know, you know, all the really fun stuff. And my job was just, you couldn't draw it up any better. Basically, got to uh, help design this stuff, went to Asia to source it. So got to travel a lot. Just, you know, the culture at Eddie Bauer was just, just tremendous. So had a great experience there. Um, 
one of my vendors that I bought from at that time was Stanley Thermos Bottles, uh, and they were looking for a product manager uh, for their company. So I switched over from the retail to the wholesale side at that point and uh, led a product team to really take an old school, legendary brand and make it relevant and new again. A really fun, fun, fun experience. And uh, yeah, and our, our kind of our focus was the outdoor channel. We decided at that point that, hey, Stanley had been in, you know, other channels, hardware, whatever it might be, and let's take it into outdoor, make it, make it new again. And so we kind of took on social outdoor, which is sort of a fun thing when you think about what do you need when you go on a camping trip or, you know, you're at your base camp and what are all the things you need, whether it's, you know, a, a good whiskey flask or a pint glass or a growler <laughs> or, you know, any number of cook kits and stuff like that. Really, really fun time uh, to be there. And then um, kind of got interested in, in the sales part of it because as I went to trade shows, I just really found it a lot of fun. All the product that I developed, it was great to meet with the accounts and at the trade shows, work with them, create partnerships and, uh, and programs, et cetera. And I think my affinity for sales kind of gelled at that point. And, and uh, they actually asked me to take on the national sales manager's job. And, and with that, uh, the opportunity to move from Seattle to Bend. So it was a, it was a, a job that's okay to be remote because uh, I was going to travel anyway, and uh, that worked out well. That's awesome. So I moved here in uh, 2010 uh, okay. with Stanley and uh, found a little company called Hydroflask that was <laughs> <laughs> starting to <laughs> percolate. And uh, my gosh, you know, so here's our old school brand that was coming on strong. I mean, our sales were just incredible. Then this little Hydroflask brand, you know, came out of nowhere and with a lot of color, kind of addressed more of the women and kids customer maybe, whereas Stanley was the manly brand. But between the two of us on shelf, it was an amazing growth of the category that really didn't exist before the two of us came along. Huh. And so all the buyers uh, were growing that business, giving it more real estate, more open to buy, presence in the stores, and it just took off. As everybody knows, I'm sure you guys check your cupboards and you got a you know, full cupboard right of... <laughs> Of water bottles and coffee mugs and all the things that go with uh, having great beverages, hot or cold. So, really fun time there as well. And um, yeah, so I actually um, worked for Stanley until 2018. Decided to, you know, not travel as much, kind of hang around Ben more, do some of the fun stuff, and really set up a consulting company called uh, Basecamp Oregon. Basecamp, okay. <coughs> and um, it's sales, uh, really just help small companies grow their sales. So I've, that's my that's my lane I try to stay in. I don't try to do too much on product or marketing. It's just, it's really how are we gonna, yeah, right, well, how are we gonna help you sell uh, product? And a lot of founders come to me and say, here's my here's my new product. Um, uh, and I go, that's, that looks awesome. How are you gonna sell it? And they go, I have no idea. <laughs> that's where <laughs> that's we That's why they come to you. That's where, I, that's where we start, exactly. Awesome. And we, we uh, lay out a you know, three-year sales plan and channel plan, account plan, trade shows, all that stuff, and, and off we go. So I've got about uh, six clients right now and worked with several, uh, several others over, over the last uh, three or four years. So it's been a lot of fun. I know there's probably a few outdoor products majors that would love to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta watch it. I don't want to overstack my uh, calendar because I still do like to, you know, ski and fly fish and mountain bike and all that kind of stuff. So it is, it is a balance, but no, it's it's a ton of fun. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I'd say one thing, just one last thing to add. So I think part of when I came to Bend, uh, one of the things I got involved with was um, 
founding an organization called uh, Oregon Outdoor Alliance. Okay. Which is uh, really a, a group of uh, people in the outdoor industry um, uh, at all levels, uh, companies, uh, individuals, contractors, etc. And it's really people uh, uh, connecting and cultivating the outdoor industry. So we meet, you know, every other month, have uh, meetups called Deer 30s. And okay. that started up back in 2012, about 10 years ago, and uh, huh. still going. So. So that's been a lot of fun and, um, you know, just pulling people together. So it's kind of how we roll in the outdoor industry. That sounds like a great way to do things. <laughs> so on that, talking specifically about the outdoor products, yeah. in the industry right now, where are you seeing most of those outdoor products majors? Where are they ending up? Like which yeah. jobs seem to be the ones that they're getting seated into? Yeah. And is that in line where you think they should be going or do you think <clears> they should be looking for some specific position to get started? What are your thoughts on yeah. that? Well, so you got to really look at it, I think. As, as a graduate coming out, um, I, I would look at it in three buckets. One is the corporate bucket. Mm -hmm. One is the what I'll call small company uh, group, and then the, the third would be startup. Okay? okay. And there's all the, you know, there's pluses and minuses to all to all those. So I think the first thing you got to do is kind of get your head around, you know, what uh, what do, what do I want after my, out of my first let's say three to five years, uh, and that's that's really something I think you got to um, figure out, you know. Uh, uh, and I won't go into how to figure that out for now, but let's just talk about those three buckets. So if you go the corporate route, um, you're going to start out as an assistant or a coordinator or something, something like that as an entry-level position. But the cool thing is you're going to start, you got to have a whole scope of areas to start out in. It could be finance, could be, could be marketing, product, product management, you know, design. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, there's just so, mu so much there, so many departments and so many opportunities. You know, you're going to be in a position like that, opening position for probably one to two years, and then you move up into, you know, a true, um, instead of an assistant job, you know, an actual job job mm -hmm. function, let's say. And then, you know, that that's probably a three to five year journey, and then maybe something into more of a management role, uh, maybe, you know, from there a director and, and on up to VP. So there's usually a career path, um, not very risky in terms of, you know, if company's financially stable, you know, uh, et cetera. So that's that's one route. Uh, the second route, I think, uh, equally is fun. A little more risk involved in that small company. You know, ones that have maybe, uh, let's call it 10 to 30 employees, uh, something like that. Okay. Where you've already got a business established, but, you know, with the team, you're going to be wearing a lot of hats. You know, you're not going to have just one specific job. You're going to have maybe a combo of, could be uh, sales and marketing, or it could be customer service, and, and you're going to collect uh, bills. And so you got some finance uh, going on with it. Could be, uh, you know, design and um, sourcing. Uh, you know, so really combos of things. So there's good good to that and bad to that. Okay. Right. Again, you're going to have a breadth of knowledge. It's the kind of thing that once you build those skills, you're really valuable in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Tremendous. Um, at the same time, you got to be willing to be uh, flexible. You got to be fast on your feet, uh, organized so you can shift and you know cover all the bases. So, um, but pretty fun. You can have a small group of people. So much, so much fun about that. You know, those companies if they're on the right arc and trajectory, a lot of times um, there could be a financial reward at the end of that too. So. That's pretty fun. You're going to move up quicker. So again, if you start out uh, that first year or two wearing a bunch of hats, um, 
you know, as, as the teams build, you're going to get your own department, um, let's say. And then, uh, again, you know, play that out, let's say, three to five years, doing a great job, um, you know, and good, good job performance. And, again, you might move up. If the team's building, you might move up to a director, VP position, or something like that. Um, so, and, you know, that's, that could play out pretty well. And those small companies become big, big companies. Right. So Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, and and if not, you know, I, that's the other thing. Uh, you know, in my career, I think I, when I talked about it, I was, you know, I was with more, more than one company. And, and that's where you got to, as you're in your career, decide if you're not challenged, if you need to change, then, you know, take those skills and, and move on to the next opportunity. And then the third one is really that startup. And mm -hmm. those are a lot of fun. I work with them right now. It's super fun. It's not for everybody, but man, if you get in on the ground floor, one of those, it is just a fun ride. That's pretty high energy, though, right? You got to get in there with the self-starter, yes, go, go, go yes. mentality. Usually, there's a founder. Okay. There's a maybe a two, might even be two founders. There's a, usually a, somebody selling, whether it's direct to consumer. Uh, you know, on that, I call it the catcher's mitt. Every morning you come in and check out the computer. What do we get overnight in orders? Boom. You know, you fill, get them filled. That's your job. Mm -hmm. And the and the by but by the end of the day, I call it the shotgun. The shotgun comes out. You get on the phone trying to sell <laughs> some of this stuff, and <laughs> that's usually where I come in. I go, oh my god, we're over the board here. You know what? So you know we we kind of pull it pull it back. Get a game plan. Don't be all over the board. Let's you know I do this in an organized manner. That way people don't get burned out and frustrated. So, but yeah, so I think that's how that rolls. I mean, you're wearing like every hat in that situation. And in many cases, you've got contractors that are filling the gap. So let's say you do have a sales, somebody doing sales. Ideally, you've got somebody doing customer service. So that's where you've got orders coming in, somebody fulfilling it, uh, talking to the accounts. Uh, the account wants to know, hey, where's my order? Or, I've got you know, the wrong shipment or where's my invoice, da, da, da. So that um, customer service job is, is huge. And so that's a good core. And then from there, you usually have maybe somebody contracting for to build your website or, or run your D2C or do your social media or creative. D2C? Sorry, I should have defined that direct to consumer. Okay. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> but anyway, so again, you're building a ton of skills um, because you've got so many areas that you're covering. But at the same time, that's not for everybody. Could, some people could burn out and frustrated there is high risk not mm -hmm. all those you know startups make it and one thing I would coach is um, if you decide to get on with a startup um, right up front um, ask if there's a uh, possibility for equity okay so that'd be the I way mean, to that, you know it's one way to compensate you think about the founder uh, you know, trying to pay himself, get enough revenue coming in, profitable revenue, so you can, you know, pay people. But it's usually not, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's not as good a pay as a corporate job. But at the same time, uh, the end of it could be a great payoff. Right. And that's, that's kind of the upside, downside of your plan. And if you ask for that equity, it gives you, with, if there's a financial event, a nice payoff that maybe you've worked uh, for, let's say, a number of years under let's call it underpaid, mm -hmm. but you also know that carrots out there for a big payoff. Gotcha. So, so that's a trade-off. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this episode. If you've enjoyed listening along so far, we hope you'll join us next week as we continue our Coffee Talk interview with Mr. Van Schessler and continue to give your career a lift. Until then, this is Career Lift, signing off.